Oof, it is past my bedtime, you guys. Yeah, yeah. This is um, Iron Weeds After Hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just recorded a banger of an episode. Oh yeah. Um, as well as you know, uh, and plentiful of yeah, an episode yeah, on yeah. for uh, our bonus episode, bonus uh, feed. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, the rise and fall of America's mayor. Rudy Giuliani. Yes. And Brittany, you did an excellent, excellent job well, with thank the research you. as well as it's just... It's a tragic your... story. It's a Greek tragedy, as I say. Yeah. Yep. And that's uh, that's available at patreon.com slash ironweeds. You can get it for as little as a dollar. Um, but now... We have a bunch of other sad shit. Now's the free <laughs> shit. Now's the This slop. is the trash. Yeah. No, just kidding. We have a great episode lined up for you today. But yeah, usually we, we do these episodes like right after breakfast on Sunday. We're all fresh and and uh, haven't haven't quite stared into the void. But uh, hopefully we'll do okay. I think we'll do fine. We do have to start with a uh, retraction, though. Oh, yeah. Wea culpa. Wea culpa. Wea culpa. <laughs> This was sent in to us by our listener, Lee. Lee, thank you for uh, calling us in, for letting us know that we have to be more responsible members of the community. That was a very kind email. We appreciate it. But our last wildflower, this is one of the hazards of trying to include good news in uh, your life and podcast, is that sometimes it's not actually good news. And this is with regards to the uh, Save the Hudson bill that we talked about last episode some loads refused some loads refused but it turns out no loads refused (laughs) Um, basically it just it 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 puts these very trivial fines in place for dumping radioactive water fines that um are up to thirty seven thousand dollars yeah per quote-unquote dump dump <laughs> so uh, I should chart I should start yeah. charging David thirty seven thousand per pound. Let me tell you. So yeah. appar- apparently there's like a, a you couldn't afford it. <laughs> apparently there's like a billion dollar trust fund that yeah. has been I don't even know uh, who sourced all of that two point, money. Two point four billion dollars. Two point four billion dollars to decommission, decommission Indian Point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, depending on how they uh, measure dump, um, they could do a lot of dumps for $2.4 billion. It's a lot of dumps. Um, if they were to dump radioactive waste once a week for a year, it would be less than $2 million in state fines. Yeah, which is point less than 0.1% of, yeah. not even 0.01%. Less than a tenth of 1% of the trust fund. Yeah. Or sorry. Yeah. Point Less than 0.1%. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not a wildflower. Uh, weird, though, that that law was passed in this context and, like, used as a celebratory win for the environment. It's very strange that, like, we were reading from the AP. Times Union yeah. for we- that last episode. Mm-hmm. Typically, their reporting is a little bit better than just reading a press release on a bill. Yeah. So I wonder what's up with that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's um, just like the Hunter Biden laptop story, you know? It's, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Underreported? He, 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 <laughs> sa- he said sagely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, 
goodness. So, yeah, a little bit of a retraction. We will try to do better in the future. Um, By not believing anything in any newspaper. Well, if it's good. Yeah. If it's bad, definitely happened. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's true. And you're going to hear about it. Yeah. From us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, we got the way of culpa out of the way. Yep. You want to talk about these uh, constitutional sheriffs? Yes. Oh. I love them. I love every Our last one sheriffs. of them. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful sheriffs. So there was this one time during the, I think this was like two elections ago or something. I don't know. It was a while ago. That I had someone come up to our door um, walking for Republican uh, council member candidates, or I don't know, it was for some Repu- uh, Republican running for office. And I... Uh, decided you know, the be- the best thing you could do if someone that you know hot tip if someone comes to your door they want to sell you on a candidate that you don't like and you already know you don't like them talk to them for as long as possible <laughs> because that's yeah. the only way because what that Gotta does is it prevents them, them from talking to other people yeah. and it wears them down and it wears yeah. them they, down you might be it the last house they hit them. after that yeah. yeah yeah you can demoral it's a chance to demoralize them to waste their time and to you know just generally um you know. Uh, give them what they deserve. And, and so this guy shows up and I think I was like, I, like, I don't know, what does he think about police? As if like, I don't already know. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, they're talking about, you know, like justice and, you know, bringing criminals to heal or whatever. And then he starts talking about how the, the sheriff is the only law enforcement officer mentioned in the constitution and that mayors or that, and that sheriffs are like the only, uh, law enforcers that we should have in this country. Oh, so he was a cab except for sheriffs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it was like this very weird thing. Oh, like I, and, and then it, it, it actually got too weird for me where I was just like, I couldn't, I didn't know how to play with that, you know. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't. What? What the? What? Elaborate, please. Go <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. I was like, no. The Constitution <laughs> definitely does not say that. And he's like, no, it does. You should read it. I'm like, I no. Uh, <laughs> have a bad day. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and and listener, you can in fact read the Constitution. It's yeah. short, actually. It's, Sheriffs are not it, mentioned in it. Yeah. So you it, could say it's maybe too short and a little too simplistic and outdated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost uh, like it's a piece of shit that yeah. you, you know made uh, possible the ownership of millions of human beings. Um, that was only slightly amended. <laughs> not, not the best document. Uh, I really love your attitude, though. You've got the classic, like you know, um, strength of uh, of spirit required to uh, survive in this world. <laughs> I think uh, Bruce Lee said something uh, along the lines of like, if you find yourself locked in a room full of demons you must have the attitude that those demons are locked in a room with you <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah you yeah. gotta do that you gotta do that yeah that's beautiful i love yeah. that so so we're looking at this ap news story where um from barry county michigan um the sheriff what what the dar leaf his name is Dar Leaf. Dar Leaf. That's a fucking awesome D-A-R name. D A R. It's a pretty sweet name. L E A F. That's his full name. D A R space L E A F. So Dar Sheriff Dar Leaf um told uh the um National Sheriffs Association conference in 2023 last June the conference the sheriff is supposed to be protecting the public from evil 
Okay. When your government is evil or out of line, that's what the sheriff is there for, protecting them from that. Okay. Sheriffs, protecting citizens from the government. Well, no, evil. Evil. They're they're literal paladins. Yeah. And when the government is evil, they protect you from that. Yeah. 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 Uh, It goes with my theory, though. The only thing that can stop a bad cop with a gun is a good cop with a gun. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Leaf is on the advisory board of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, which has the funny acronym CSPOA, which in my head always gets replaced with CPUSA. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The Communist Party of America. That's fair, yeah. I don't know. Just like, it's the same. It just kind of looks the same um on paper and uh uh, it teaches elected sheriffs must quote protect their citizens from the overreach of an out-of-control federal government unquote by refusing to enforce any law that they deem unconstitutional or quote-unquote unjust which it i mean like i i don't know how else we can be clear on this that the the cops are a gang that just choose what laws to follow yes and uh and they just do that yes <laughs> I don't know, something, yeah there's not anything really more straightforward than that uh, anything more you could say on it is that even he says right the, the safest way to actually achieve that is to have local law enforcement understand that they have no obligation to enforce such laws so if they just don't like a law just don't enforce it they're not laws at all anyway if they're unjust laws they are laws of tyranny hey no That's arguments some, here yeah you know? there's some real jurisprudence behind that <laughs> <laughs> i love how they, they t- took the idea of like jury nullification and applied it to themselves they're yeah, like right. oh yeah, yeah no like i you know no i don't like a law not a law so I'm sure that they're really in favor of individual liberties, like, you know, the right to self-determination when it comes to your body and like <laughs> the right to be protected from out of control municipal police who are just like shooting unarmed citizens or say running into them with their cars. Like these are, I'm sure all elements of liberty yeah. that these sheriffs are, are in support of, right? Yeah. Wrong. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 and they also kind of like love being in government, like not just being sheriffs, but also like being on the oversight boards that like re-accredit uh, sheriffs and police officers. Right. The group reading from the article has held formal trainings on its constitutional, they put that in quotes, good idea, uh, curriculum for law enforcement officers in at least 13 states. In six states, the training was approved for officers continuing education credits, Right. <laughs> So officers have to go through like training every once in a while to like remember how to be racist. Yeah, Yeah. it's like you you idle your car for just long enough, and then you shut it off, and then you go get it (laughs) done. These are the Dunkin' Donuts locations in your area. There's supposed to be courses on like gun safety, de-escalation, like those kinds of things. Yeah, but then they have electives because you know, like you got to give them a little. Hey, I'm in favor of electives. I think it's good to you know expand your horizons a little bit. School shouldn't all be boring. Yeah. So it's like, but uh, these electives, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it, well, yeah. What what is it? It's like okay, nine a.m. to ten uh, ten a.m. I learn how to like park my cruiser in the opposite direction of the other cruiser to talk, <laughs> right? So I learn that for an hour. 
and then I learn how to drive it on safe speeds. Uh, learn how to not use my dash cam. Yep. yep. Uh, like you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you get to go uh, a semester abroad to Tel Aviv. Yeah. and learn how to you know. Crowd Maga. Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe you'll you, you could like uh, uh, learn uh, math about like how to calculate your overtime pay. Uh, <laughs> uh, remember for standing the, in line at at like Lollapalooza or something. Remember the the curriculum known as killology. Yes, oh, right. Yes. The, yes. Science, killology. the science of killing. Yeah. Um, of which, like, apparently, you get sexual powers from murdering in, innocent people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so, you know, like, so you leave Killology, yep. right? And then you show up two minutes late to the Constitutional uh, Sheriff Symposium. Uh, but it's okay, because the the start time of the symposium is uh, tyranny. So you don't have to follow that law. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And you are a cool professor. <laughs> Uh, and, and so, like, also in here are, are quotes from, like, fairly reasonable watchdog agencies that are like, uh-oh, this is bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just gonna let it, let them cook, though. Yeah, right. Um, since 2018, the Howard Center-AZCIR, you just need to know that that's, like, an organization that watches these things. It, their investigation found at least 69. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> sheriffs nationwide have either been identified as members of the group or publicly supported it through at least one though at least one later disavowed the organization 2021 survey of sheriffs by academic researchers working with the nonprofit marshall project found that more than 200 of the estimated 500 sheriffs who responded agreed with the group's ideology so i mean like this is a pretty like widespread belief oh yeah among nearly half yeah <laughs> nearly um, half of the sheriffs asked believe in this fucking cuckoo for cocoa puffs idea that sheriffs don't have to enforce the law yeah this is the equivalent of like weaponizing rumor that existed per- before the time of mass media where like peasants would be like oh did you hear we're all freed yeah right and yeah. then they the were just like gifted us these lands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's, um, and I mean, like, the, and sheriffs have always, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, um, this is a deeply concerning development that needs to, like, you know, uh, uh, be watched closely because we're on the verge of a, a you know, a coup by the sheriff, all the sheriff's departments. Like, I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that only because sheriffs have always been this way. Yeah. Like, all of those, like, community watch or like signs that you see every once in a while, you know, every once in a while you'll see like, this is a community watch neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll see like a sign uh, with like this like pointy burglar looking thing. Yep. Yep. That is uh, f- also from the sheriff's association. And it was basically like uh, finding a way to deputize white people to do vigilante justice. Like that's very explicitly what it was. It goes way back to, to call the, the police on black people. Yeah. 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 It's, and you know, yeah, it's all just like clan shit. So like n- none of us should be surprised by this. This is just like how they've always been. And every in, yes, even like, you know, the one guy that you're related to that's in the sheriff's office, who seems like a nice guy and has like a black girlfriend, like he sucks too. Right. Like they, they all just believe this. And yeah. if they don't, actively believe it they implicitly accept it and there's absolutely no reforming these organizations they just need to be like you know ended 
Yeah. And the sheriffs are like the divas of the cops. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. we, I think you've said on a previous episode that like one of the grossest exports of this country is like self-styled tough guy sheriffs that yeah. basically just abuse marginalized people like to gain notoriety and become extremely ugly in public to allow for everyone else to be just a little bit more uglier because they can, you know, they they'll feel better by comparison to like the Joe Arpaios of right. the group, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think there was one at like the last Republican convention from like Wisconsin or something that also said like some really disturbing shit. Like these are all, they're Nazis. Like yeah. all of them are Nazis. And, and also the deputies of the sheriff is like such a crazy loophole as well. Cause like you basically can create, you know, a, a posse without any of even like the marginal, like, uh, training and uh, regulation that like a standard city police force has yeah. and that these posses do terror. Like, That's cool, you know, though. Come on, getting together a posse, <laughs> it sounds cool. But like in, well, in, in LA, for, for sure. example, like yeah. there's a ton of these deputies uh, that are basically like uh, paramilitary groups mm-hmm. that go around and just like fuck up various yeah. like, yeah. you know, immigrant, uh, you know, families and all over. Just take, like take water bottles that have been left there to keep them from not dehydrating in the desert and yeah. dying. Yeah. 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 yeah they, they just... And, and then I should also say that, you know, like the Los Angeles Sheriff's Office is like base is like is literally a gang. Like it's not they don't even really try to hide it. Like there, there's L.A. County sheriffs are like some of like they have gangs. It's a ga- there are gangs within that gang. Like yeah. it's like really, really horrifying, corrupt stuff that also might be connected to like the Manson murders. I don't know. Re- read, read Chaos by uh, that uh, that guy. I forgot this. Also. <laughs> The Manifesto by Chris Dorner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only good yeah. cop. <laughs> yeah, he, he also talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, cops suck still. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of. Speaking of cops sucking. Yeah. Some cops uh, local to here. Also, you know, actually, real quick, before we get off of sheriffs, uh, the guy that's running for sheriff around here right now, Ryan Bordelano, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I can't remember his name. I just know what the sign looks like, which it looks like an old timey saloon Mm -hmm, sign. mm -hmm. I fucking hate it. It pisses me off so much. (laughs) It's just like, whereas like, uh, 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 Owens, the the former Troy police chief that's running for sheriff, looks like a, like Top Gun or something. I just I fucking hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I fucking sucks yeah. So When's the DSA gonna take over the sheriff's office? You know. Oh God. What if it? Why not? Give it a shot. I mean, like you'd be murdered by your own <laughs> deputies. Like is what would ha- is what would happen? Which is the only thing preventing me from saying, like, give it a shot. You know, right? But you would pr- you your house your house would definitely like have a cruiser in front of it, and you'd be intimidated out of running. Well, you just and- need to assemble a posse quick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd you'd, you'd need yeah a DSA gunners. posse. I'm sure they'll be very yeah, horrifying. <laughs> wow, that's real. D- Real dangerous uh, stuff there. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I love our local DSA, and I love all of you so much. You guys are wonderful people, but you're not a threatening posse. In the same way that I would not be threatening in a posse, like, none of us, I will say, none of us are going to be very threatening in a posse. I mean, Chris is a member of DSA. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. He's he's pretty, he's an Antifa super super soldier. Yeah, okay, so we got one. All right. Uh, Yo, come come airsofting with me. (laughs) 
So going from sheriffs to police officers, uh, we covered this um, when it happened. It was a very, very sad incident last February when a police cruiser hit a pizza delivery man. Um, he was a 30-year-old father of infant twin boys that... Um, Sabi Alokawi. Yeah. And Alokawi was, um, as we find out in this article, uh, uh, what's called internally decapitated. Uh, when he, uh, his... What does that mean? That means that, like, basically everything in your neck is destroyed, but yeah. it's not, it's like... It's not, like, physically severed. Oh, it's severed. not, like, your head... Okay. Yeah. It's, it's functionally oh severed. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, because he was um, crossing uh, Husik Street, which is one of the most dangerous streets uh, uh, in the city, and... In the Capital District, probably. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it's it's something where like there it there are buildings right up to the 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 right of way right up to the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. So Alakawi uh, uh, can't see what's ha what's coming from up the hill because there's that pizza that uh, uh, closed pizza restaurant like right up there, and he has a green light. So he's just slowly under thirty miles an hour going through a green light uh, to. Uh, um, the pizza place that he works at, uh, uh, and um, and he, because the uh, the police cruiser is going, um, they they estimate at I think seventy eight miles an hour, uh, approximately. Jesus Christ! Uh, in a thirty, right? So he and with um, what? most people on the scene it seems say are lights but no siren uh well and there's no dash cam video as far as we know there is not because there was no siren because there exactly, the dash cam yeah. turns on when you turn on the siren yeah so he turned he didn't have the siren on hence no dash cam and the uh and so he hit um uh uh alakawi like t-boned him and in the driver's side, which is uh, why probably why uh, he died. Um, the a Ford Interceptor SUV. Let's also you know like there's just it's like called the Interceptor. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! There's like just like so many different decisions, right? That uh, are made that just like compound that make this story so much bigger than like uh, tragic what, accident. Just, you know, just a tragic accident is one stupid cop. Is that like? The Troy Police Department is just a fleet of SUVs. These are 5,000 pound vehicles that they drive recklessly all through the city in a, in a tight urban environment. They should all be driving Geo Metros. Like yeah. they should be driving the smallest car you can uh, like fit all their toys into. Yeah, I yeah. think they should be in a lime green beetle. Yeah. I think they should be wearing fucking referee uniforms. Yeah, they have these like, so they have these enormous, really fast, very heavy cars or SUVs, trucks, and he slams into um, uh, uh, Alakawi's uh, Civic. And uh, Troy Police Chief Dan DeWolf said in February that Burns's emergency lights and siren were both on at the time of the crash, which uh, we don't know. We're, we're it's possible that the lights seem to have been on. But uh, there's very good reason to doubt that the siren was on. 
Yeah, I mean, even according to the police, yeah. that would mean that the um, uh, dash cam would be on. Yeah. Law enforcement, this is from the article, law en- enforcement sources briefed on the investigation also told the, t- told the Times Union that Burns had not activated his siren, a practice that those sources said is common for officers responding to emergencies in Troy. Uh yeah, which I we've all seen. I think we've all seen that. Yes. Um, they added that Troy's patrol cars are programmed so that turning on the siren will activate the dashboard camera, which could be on all the time, as we know from yeah. the entire country of Russia. Yeah, and yeah. the entire like there like I most of the United on, States. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In most of the United States, cops have dash cams that, that are, are on, on all the time. All the time. Yeah, uh, 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 we have a dash cam on our car that's on all the time. You mostly because of the shit like this. I was afraid that I want to keep like a, a camera on me <laughs> for this kind of shit. Um, uh, they have policies, uh, you know, like surprise. There's like policies on the books about like uh, don't drive like a fucking idiot, and uh, that wasn't being followed. Um, cool thing that uh, I learned from this is that so Burns may have been the only one to have an accident, but he was actually the last of uh, three yeah. uh, responding officers that were all going at similar speeds uh, down Husik. So, um, uh, he was he was just like the one that actually hit somebody. Uh, but this could, it, it, all three of them could have done this. Yeah, right? and this is in a backdrop of at least four or five prominent high-speed collisions that these yeah. five thousand pound interceptors have had in the streets of Troy in like the last three years. Yeah, and and it's honestly just like it, it's so obvious at this point that like if your police chief said that the sirens were on and they weren't, and there's every reason to believe that he knew it at the time that he said it, that means he lied about an investigation. He should be fired. Like, who can and fire him, though? The mayor. Is it the who? Democratic mayor? Yeah. 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 Uh? Like, uh? Right? Like, like he, there, there should be no conversation yeah. about just instantly fired. But that will never happen. Yeah. Because when it comes to the police, you don't live in a democracy. You don't... You, there's nothing controlling these people. Which is... I, I, I just, like, I, I don't know. I always hit this home because it's very scary to think about but we all need to believe that like that's it's the only thing that lets you like start like thinking about the problem of policing in a way that that frankly fucking matters right is that like these are this is a gang that's unaccountable they they that you have no control over yeah and no one has any control no one has has any any control control over them except for their union when when January 6th happened and <laughs> cops let people into the Capitol. Nothing happened to them. Like there, and there is like, we just covered a national movement of sheriffs that like, just Are talk saying, about how we're going to be criminals that we, yeah, that we just follow the laws that we like, like this, this, th- they just say it and nothing happens to them because no, because they, they do control much of this country. Yeah. Like, their they, power. They, yeah. They, they have like, they're, they sit at a certain level of of our government that is decentralized on purpose, and they and so they can have these like regional fiefdoms that you can't do anything about, and they yeah. just so they, they they steal all of your money through their bullshit uh, like uh, overtime payments and uh, and cash out, and you can't do anything about it. 
You can yeah. do absolutely nothing about it. And, and this uh, mayor, Mayor Madden, has been uh, caught multiple times in covering up for police misconduct, uh, including the uh, murder of Edson Thevenin. And the, there was sustained public protest to the degree of like dozens, if not hundreds of people who showed up over the course of like months and months and months to every city council uh, meeting trying to uh, help bring this to light and end the um, cover up. <laughs> And not a single city councilor, not the mayor, not a Republican, not a Democrat, not an independent, none of them, none yeah. of them yeah. uh, did anything because they were all like, they know where I live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, this article is great because it also uh, um, lets us, lets everyone know how bad Troy is at uh, FOIL requests. <laughs> Also, so it says, um, the department and Madden, Mayor Madden, also declined to say why more than five years after negotiations began between the city and police union regarding the use of body-worn cameras, there is still no agreement. That gap prevents the use of body camera footage in disciplinary cases filed against PBA members. Right? So, so they, they bought the cameras, they spent our money on buying the cameras, but they're not using them for anything. Because the union says no. Because yeah. the union says oh, no. Oh, and they got uh, DOD funding. Yeah. Uh, and what do they use it for? For encrypting their radios. Right, yes. Because they, yeah. too many people yeah. were paying attention to the bullshit that they were uh, saying over their uh, radios. Yeah, yeah. So even though you can't even understand them, I've listened to those yeah, radios. Yeah, before. it's in code. Yeah, it's you. You don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but now you can't be able to hear it at all because yeah. it's encrypted now. Yeah. So, uh, so then the Times Union. So I, I just said that, right this thing about how they um, the 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 lack of a of an of an agreement means that they they can't use body camera footage in disciplinary cases. The Times Union needed to file a formal Freedom of Information request last month to confirm the lack of that agreement. Madden's office initially responded improperly to the request, and the newspaper filed an administrative appeal. That's a very nice way of saying that they lied to them, which is what they common what the city commonly does to people asking for FOIL requests. Is they'll they'll just say, "Oh, we don't have that," and you're like, uh, "By law, you're required to have that." And they're like, "Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> on July 21st, the city's corporation council denied the appeal, saying that the city quote cannot produce records that do not exist. I've gotten this before too. Yeah. Um, the police department and the Troy PBA have not jointly agreed to a written policy regarding use of body-worn cameras by the PBA members. So, you know, like, <laughs> so if they do have an agreement, which they possibly could, and they're just, like, lying to people who want a FOIL request, because they do that, too, like, they, they, you know, maybe they do, and it's uh, and it says, like, you can't use this for anything, or um, they just... What, what, but what does sound more likely is they just don't have one, because, because neither party wants to set this up. Right? Like, no one wants to deal with this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so to figure out, like, how it, I, this would get a little too difficult to, um, uh, like, explain over, like, the, the medium of podcasting, but to figure out exactly how this happened, which we should also, by the way, say, right, like, everything that we're talking about, we know only because of the Times Union. So, you know, first, uh, uh, please uh, pay uh, for local journalism, right? Because the city, in its classic fashion, fashion, has, like, made sure that no one finds out fucking anything about this, right? Yeah. And so, like, what they're, what the Times Union is trying to do is, is um, figure out how fast the car was going 
and whether or not the lights are on everything out through talking to people, but also by analyzing the footage that they were able to get from the McDonald's that was on the corner where this accident took place. And they note that, uh, one, there was a, um, a nurse who is driving a Lexus SUV who witnessed the crash. Um, uh, and she was driving in the same direction as the cruiser, right? Uh, down the hill west and so she could see his uh his lights on behind her so you can see in the video her pull over and it's only six seconds after she pulls over that the crash occurs and she's already through that intersection so he is going he is booking it Mm -hmm. if she only just saw him six seconds later the accident happens right so it's it's through that timing and knowing the distance from like where you because there's like a little curve there you're like seeing like how far you would have to travel Mm -hmm. all these other things that you can uh really see that um uh less than six less than six seconds after the nurse navigated the intersection another camera on the front of the mcdonald's captured um Al-Kawi's vehicle driving southbound on 5th Street. Based on the timing of the traffic signal, which is activated by road sensors, the light would have remained green al direction as he drove into the path of the speeding police SUV. So, the force of the collision um, uh, also, like, gathered a bunch of people. Uh, the, um, his uh, uh, al uh, car was thrown 200 feet uh, and you can see from the sti- from the frames, uh, the screenshots of the McDonald's footage, the police cruiser is like, holy shit! The way the yeah. way that it's thrown completely across the street and then bounces back and moves at least what at least like a hundred feet. I mean, it's really yeah, it, it, it goes really far too, and it, it still has enough force to knock over a, a light pole. Yeah, um, uh, when it hits it, so like it's. It's a very, very serious accident that even if it's a 5,000 pound vehicle, like it's, that's uh, so much energy going into that, that, that crash. And, um, there, there, I guess the, the last thing I'll say is also that the, um, uh, the information from the police cruisers data hasn't been, uh, released uh, which would reveal information like the precise speed at the time of the collision, as well as whether and when the officer decelerated or applied any pressure to the brakes. Uh, we don't know any of that because the, the city refuses to tell anyone. And uh, it's also um, possible to get even clearer footage from the Speedway gas station across the street, but the police took that footage. They also um, didn't um, uh, interview most of the people that were there. You can see in the footage that a lot of people kind of gathered around the uh the the accident. Even though it's at like 1 a.m. it was loud as fuck and real and there are still people on the road. And uh and so and and it's like there's buildings all around it so people could come hear it come out and look. And um even though you see lots of people around it uh, it, I think they took, I think they, they, they seem to have, uh, the police interviewed one person about what happened. Yeah. Not particularly interested in finding yeah. out yeah. what yeah. happened. Yeah. So 
But don't worry. An That's internal investigation will find the facts. I'm sure this um, this officer will uh, have their license taken away at the minimum for you know driving so recklessly and causing a homicide. Um, yeah, you know, everything's going to work out. Just Sarcasm got, central, baby. That's, gotta, why you, that's why you tune in. Got to trust the it. system. Got to trust know? the system. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Man, that's depressing shit. Like, really, really depressing. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Now, um, twin infants growing up without their father. Yep. Um, widowed uh, mother. Um, and I w- do not really put much faith in any justice being found whatsoever. Um, And, you know, like, this is a mayor that got reelected after four articles in the Times Union describing, pointing out, creating bulletproof evidence, uh, the leak of the internal investigation from the PD, uh, from the Troy PD itself, uh, finding the officer um, that uh, killed Edson Thevenin uh, criminally uh, negligent and summarily executed him uh, needlessly. Um, and yeah, none of that matters. None of it yeah. matters. Yeah. Reelected yeah. mayor. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like... Because what if a Republican got in there and something really bad were happening, right? Like, yeah, like, like, uh, yeah I don't... Maybe it's a lack of but imagination also, on my part. But a lot like, of people don't see these as yeah. real people. They don't yeah. care. People yeah. don't care when cops kill people. Yeah, they just don't. Because yeah. they probably had it coming. And, or, and, and the cops have a hard job, right? And the cops yeah. have a hard job. Yeah. And gotta, if they even fucking find out. Yeah. Because how many people in this city do you think read the Albany Times Union every day? Didn't make front page. <laughs> you know, this is the other thing. That's the other thing. It's like, if you act that bad, that often, it doesn't even make the front it's page anymore. News. Right? It's, it, it's, news. it's not a scandal. It's just a, a, just another thing that happened. Another car accident. You know, yeah. it's like, it's fucking disturbing. Uh, but the, uh, the fun doesn't end there. There's uh, more uh, uh, stupid things happening in our beautiful city. Always. There always are. Um, so there's been... Let's see, when did this happen? This was on June 22nd at the Harbor Point Gardens apartment complex, which was evacuated with basically no notice. 58 units were evacuated without notice by a city's uh, code enforcement. And this and is like 100 feet up the hill from the interac- uh, the intersection where the um, homicidal uh, vehicular oh, is it really? uh, accident happened. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Which is, it's worth saying, like a very impoverished neighborhood. So this was, they basically conducted an engineering report. And that report found that all the brick facades on the building were not safe. And so tenants were uh, summarily evacuated with no notice. They've since then been living in basically like wherever they can find. It's like a red roof inn. Yeah, Yeah, but a lot of them are also like living with friends or family members. Um, And I just read today, this isn't in this article, but I just saw today that the building owners are uh, demanding that tenants still pay their rent, despite the fact that they're living in a motel. They're they're not only demanding it, they're like sending collections after them. Yeah. They're like hiring, um, you know, extortion officers to go and try and uh, collect rent from a building they were evacuated from. Yeah. Yeah. And this is also uh, the owner of it, like, is in, is like a company from New Jersey or something. Like, Which another yeah. issue was that the, the, the landlord roles aren't kept properly updated in right. the city. So they couldn't even figure out who the fuck the landlord was when this problem originated. So the city council has now held its second investigative hearing. This was uh, Thursday, I think this past Thursday, or no, Thursday before last. Um, 
just basically trying to figure out like what went wrong here. Why did it happen this way? And essentially the answer to that is uh, we don't have any fucking code enforcement, which shouldn't be a mystery to the city council since, you know, they're the ones responsible for staffing the fucking city. Yes. On top of the failing facade, there's just like, you know, as with so many of these either old or cheaply produced buildings, okay, you have a facade problem, so you take down the facade. Well, now you have damaged drywall, so now, you know, you have to replace the drywall. Oh, now you found a structural issue, so now you've got to fix the structural issue. And it's just, um, it's described by the deputy mayor as peeling layers on an onion. You know, you find what the first issue was, and then as you remove them more... They just, he, as he says, they just keep going. And how far did they go? And one of the reasons that we don't have a code enforcement that is staffed is that the mayor, who's been the mayor for what now, seven years, something yeah, like that, yeah. uh, has purposefully uh, not fulfilled any of the positions associated with actually enforcing code. Yeah, I think uh, I was re- just reading today that the amount of open positions in the city went up from 63 to 65 Cool. But hey, you balance the budget. Yeah, yeah. And you'll never guess who in a Democrat city run by a Democrat mayor and a Democrat city council, who's been the most outspoken advocate for the tenants? Republican. Council President Republican Carmelo Mantello, who is all up in the media's holes, talking constantly about how, uh, to quote her, it was, like I said, just not handled appropriately. These are human beings, and these folks, many of them didn't even know they were being evicted. She talks about how... um, like looking at pictures of the unit, she says, the folks don't want to go back to the unit because it's crap. I mean, these units, I'm seeing pictures and I wouldn't live in them. Nobody should. You know, it's just this inhumane treatment disgusts me. This, she talks like a Democrat. This she, is where are, how, how is WAMC doing a story on this? And there's not a single Democrat quoted in the whole fucking thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's and, so cool. And also yeah. like, you know, like let's <laughs> Not give her too much credit. Uh, Carmela Mantello has not been a friend of the renter. Uh, oh, or, right. <laughs> or, no, no, you know, not just at like all. able yeah. to, you know, like a chameleon, frame herself as um, the solution to the problems that she's been uh, integral in causing her entire time in government. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, the principal code inspector basically has kind of washed his hands of it. He says, um, I didn't call for the evacuation that was based on an engineer. I'm not an engineer. We did what we were asked to do. So, you know, part of me like kind of feels for the people at code because this is all coming down on their heads while they're remarkably understaffed. But at the same time, it's like we know that code has been incompetent and used for political purposes oh, for yeah. years and years in this city. 110 percent you know? like the they enforce uh, what is politically convenient for them yes do you remember when the um, sanctuary for independent media had their um premises closed because the doorway yeah, the door- was a yeah. half of an inch too short for code yeah and that was in the context of um i forget i think his, his name is like it Wafal- was the video game where you Wafal- shot Wafal- Wafa Balil. yeah yeah Wafa- yeah. Uh, Bila- uh, Balil. yeah yeah it was an iraqi artist that like yeah reskinned a video game so you killed george w bush it was awesome they, they had him <laughs> there and the republicans went fucking nuts and then yeah, the young, we- the young uh conservatives yeah, uh yeah. at rpi, RPI yeah. um got him kicked off campus at rpi so he went to the sanctuary for independent media to do his art installation yeah. and then they called code enforcement on him and code enforcement showed up and closed it yeah yeah 
Last time code enforcement did anything. <laughs> well, no, they've given citations uh, for uh, the grass being uh, six inches long. Okay. Ah. To the same organization. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the update on the um, Harbor Point Gardens apartment complex. We'll keep you posted if anything changes. But for now, tenants are living in um, motels or with friends and family and even being asked to pay their fucking rent for a building they can't live in. Fucking remarkable. This is this is why I'm quickly not becoming a prison abolitionist because I think some people do deserve <laughs> American prisons. <laughs> and and uh, it's cops and landlords. Yeah. Are we ready for a wildflower? Yeah. Oh yeah. So ready. All right. So listeners might remember, um, I had a honeymoon uh, with my wife out uh, on the West Coast and we bar- uh, rented a motorcycle and we went from San Francisco to San Diego and it was a lovely 10 days. Um, and the first uh, couple days were up in San Francisco and I was uh, enlightened to the reality that self-driving cars, um, while still being totally not roadworthy, were uh, abound. Uh, I basically saw like hundreds of these like Waymo and um, I forget the other uh, brands that were out there, but there's these, you know, vehicles, they have like a little pagoda looking hat thing on top and they were driving around with a uh, driver behind the wheel, but with their hands off the wheel and they were just, um, you know, driving around. Some of them don't even have that. Yeah, now they don't have to have that. Well, that's new as of a couple months ago, like three or four months ago. Yeah. So the tech it, like San Francisco for whatever reason um, has like made itself a testing ground for these incredibly dangerous robots that are taking away jobs. And not only like uh, that, but um, now they've uh, been saying, okay, you can go ahead and you can operate a for-profit business as a taxi um, rideshare, whatever the fuck you want to call it employing these robotic cars to go around and um, shuttle people for fares. And that's been going on for the last couple months. And so the reason why this is a wildflower is DA gets the fucking goods and people are putting on COVID masks and they are going out in the street and they're taking traffic cones and they're placing them on the hoods of these robotic vehicles and they just get stopped. Right in their tracks. That's so fucking funny. And there's an NPR article, we'll link, um, which, you know, if you're post-literate, new flesh like me, too wired to sit down and read anything, um, you can listen to it. And it's got some interesting, um, you know, audio from people doing this, DA. Uh, And they have, you know, a code of ethics associated with it. Uh, For one thing, they don't put cones on these robotic um, taxi cabs um, if they have a passenger. And they also don't uh, put cones on them if they're going to uh, block any traffic, especially bus traffic. So what they do is they follow around these um, robotic vehicles on electric bicycles. And then when they're in an opportune place to not be too disruptive, they just place a cone on them and go away. And that hundreds of people in San Francisco are doing this. And like the question, I guess, is like, how how are these robotic taxi cab fleets going to deal with this? Like it's not a crime to put a, uh, a a traffic cone on 
top of a car hood. Not yet. As far as I can tell, that doesn't create it, property damage. Yeah. And so, you know, this is like... Thankfully, cops don't care about law. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as far as I know, no one's uh, getting caught and prosecuted for this yet. Um, and yeah, DA fucking gets the goods. You know, like these... Um, uh, Become unself-drivable. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brittany. Uh, they, they, uh, um, they, they quote um, Ziwen Wan, a PhD candidate in computer science at the University of California, Irvine, who's trying to figure out why this happens. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut just, up. Hey, well, just hey, listen to your heart. Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. If you figure it out. Shut the shut, fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't. Don't say why. No one. It's working. All right. Everything's going according to plan. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. F- fucking nerd. Don't patch it. An unimpeachable <laughs> wildflower. Hell yeah. And uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Meats. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, live show is going to be September 22nd. At a, and if we've gotten a couple of you reaching out, asking to be put on the guest list, we're so happy to have you. If you are interested in coming to the live show, it's at a private venue. So um, just shoot us an email and we will um, get you put on the guest list. Hell yeah. Ironweedspod at gmail.com. We're going to get to it. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, and we're going <laughs> to say it a bunch of times. That's true. Ironweedspod. Come to the live show. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> At gmail.com. Um, and I should say it's in Troy. So, you know, yeah. if you're wondering where it's going to be. It'd be, be weird if it wasn't. Yeah. 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 Um, if you need a hotel recommendation, hit me up. Yeah. I, I recommend the hotel. Yeah. I think we have three of them. I've got a couch. Okay. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweedspod. And on Instagram. Ironweedspod. And you can, in fact, send us an email. Why don't you? At ironweedspod. At, at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.